Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Oh, that's the first line. Finally, I remembered. I like the way you walk. I like the things you wear. I want your number tattooed on my arm and link, I swear. Cause when the morning comes, I know you won't be there. Every time I turn around, you disappear. You're wild, A lot yeah. more people talk. Oh shit. Oh shit. I type the fed. <laughs> A lot more people talking. The people is talking. The and the tide is, is rising up! And crashing through. This is Doc and Ziggy with the flood. Keep your death threats to 140 characters or, or less. less. You know, the show with pop perspective. Culture with context. Making the mainstream make sense. And float. <laughs> How you float? Hustle and float. <laughs> How you float in the day, Zig? Well, I just got my first shot for the Moderna vaccine about three hours ago. Ooh, and I feel fine. And? You feeling fine? I feel fine. Not feeling froggy or anything? No. You don't suddenly feel the urge to slide down a pole and give Satan. <laughs> <laughs> A nice, heartfelt, No, but I did play GTA and get some ideas. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My goodness. I mean, it's whew, it's been a week, though, hadn't it? Yeah, I mean, Rudy, I've been, I've been you know, hella stressed doing schoolwork. Ooh, ooh. I mean, Rudy been and hella had, stressed, too. And I had the two weddings this weekend. Uh, Yo, I had to tell you, I have to tell you about this wedding, the first one I worked. Hold right? on, we'll get into that, but let's run down some of the things for the listeners real quick that we're gonna talk about, other than yo, wedding disaster. It was, it was, it was like watching an episode of Arrested Development. Ooh, ooh. Well, I mean, speaking of Arrested Development, Trump and Mitch McConnell is, you know, going at it. Um, head to head for who's going to be in charge of the Republican Party moving forward. Speaking of uh, Trump... The turtle versus the turnip. The turnip? I thought you was going to say the turd. Turtle. <laughs> turd sandwich versus, uh, what was it? Douche? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck both of them. Speaking of Trump, Rudy Giuliani's offices got raided and got his apartment in. They kicked Good the job, door Ted the in Fed. on head fed from the New York. Oh yeah, yo, head fed from New York City. I mean, come on, man, it's crazy how the tables have turned for that man. Yeah, and I mean, it takes a lot to get a warrant for a former political figure of that stature. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's and they news. took everything. I mean, look, we'll get into it. Speaking of the police, uh, the LAPD and LeBron are beefing. Oh, really? Yeah, the LAPD trying to get LeBron investigated by the NBA for some tweets he made. I know what tweet you're talking about. The one where he posted the officer, right. and he was like, you're next! Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. Speaking of 
of beefs. DJ Quick got some beef with y'all and Death Row, and he want everybody to know he want his respect. And his money. New music coming in May. May looking like the month for a whole yep. new music drop. We so just we got, got J. Cole. We just got that new Khaled. That has a track with Nas and Jay-Z on it. Yeah, that never yeah, happened. We listen to that so y'all get a reaction from that later on here. Um, but, I mean, sh- let's get into it. Yeah, since you're so excited, let's let's talk about this wedding story okay, so you got cracking. It was a, uh, a very loud family, and from what I could gather, after listening to, like, the five-minute speech from the maid of honor, I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, we get it. Uh-huh. You're a family of alcoholics. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've had lots of fun times, and it's finally, we were all wondering when she was going to settle down. I'm I'm glad you could be the one to take. And then, oh, yeah, that kind of we bullshit. can barely remember that. Yeah. And she was even like, yeah, there was one time at the hospital, but we're not going to get into that. Oh, I was only wow. intubated. I'm like, Wow. Okay. Oh, how dirty. You so, really just gonna expose me right here on the night? My like my night. My night. You just gonna No, she was doing it to herself. Oh, oh. You said While she was of... giving the speech. What? So she wasn't even talking about the bride, she was talking about, about herself. herself. So in the middle of my wedding, you gonna go on a whole monologue about how drunk yo ass get So who was the maid of honor? Her sister or something? Her like that? cousin, I her think. Her cousin? Oh, okay. But I mean okay. like so you said yeah, like every single story was like and we were drinking it was like listening to episodes of how i met your mother being described by someone I'm fucking always sunny in philadelphia like shit <sighs> i hate how i met your mother anyway that's not even the worst part so we get the dinner right get into and it. the first toast is fine okay bridesmaid gives the toast hands the mic over to the best man now the bride was like super white family. The groom was half Asian, half black. Oh, interracial. Oh, Blasian. Yeah. Okay. So this is a real interracial <laughs> marriage. Yeah. Real 2021 shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so when you say like, so when you say super white, do you mean like, Chet Hayes or Chet Hanks white or do you mean like like Scott Disick white or like t- I mean like, like the people that live in the nice part of deal kind of white okay so like Beverly Hillbilly is kind of white. yeah like, pretty no, much no, no. look alright anyway <laughs> so we got the dinner, right? Yeah. And the best man, Asian dude, clearly, like, first time interacting with this family at all, right? Mm. Really? You think? Being the best man and everything like that? Not, like, the extended family? Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. I, like, I mean, they probably get, like, the dynamic with, like, with the parents. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, I'm going to get the mic after his speech. And then the aunt, like, right next to me, but in between him like stood up and everybody in the room just starts jeering and i'm thinking i'm like wow this family's a bunch of assholes right Right. (laughs) and she grabs the mic and she's like hello and everybody's just like just talk blah 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 so so for everybody listening (laughs) she did that very karen like stance as she did she snatch the mic from you well no she She didn't snatch it from you she did like 
the intercepting hand. And oh, so she caught but, it in mid-play. <laughs> yeah, and no, this is this. Hold is on, thing. we not done yet. So, so she's trying to get everybody's attention, right? Okay. Okay. And eventually, she just starts talking really loud, and she goes, "Love in the beginning is beautiful." <laughs> oh no. Oh, but no. love in the end is hateful. And I was like, my jaw immediately dropped. Drunk uncle speech, except for the drunk aunt. Yeah, so, and like literally 20 minutes like, later, I walk out you? to my car, and she's sitting on the bench by herself outside. I think they called a cab for it. It was like she was in wow. timeout. Wow. Later that night, I talked to the brother-in-law, like, and I was like, okay, I have outside. to ask. Is this like a, like, you guys were all yelling. I was thinking, I was like, wow, you guys are a bunch of assholes. He's just like, no, we really, this is something that's a thing. Oh, we needed yeah. to cut it down. And he's like, nobody told the best man. Like, and I'm like, God. Why would you it's, not? It's like pickup basketball. Like, you guys just need to run a couple of plays, and you're good. Oh, yeah. And he's tough? like, exactly. Exactly. Damn. Damn. Why did, there's always got to be one, right? There's At a wedding. Be, there's always got to be one person who's got to be the guy. The, well, the I was going to say the guy, right? But there's always got to be one person that's got to be the guy. It happens of. less often than you think. Well, I mean, it happens I guess, yeah, less you often in the spotlight okay. than you would think. Yeah. Like, there might be that it's guy at, like, not, the party. Yeah. But... Well, it's not the center of attention for the show. It's not the things that videographers get on camera. Like, we were... He was like, I'm gonna cut that out of the video. Should he, though? But then the photographer was like, yeah, but the little bit would go super viral. I mean, look, okay, <laughs> I don't feel like... I don't feel like... It's the videographer's like place to put it online, but if, if the newlyweds decide that they want to put that cringe humor up for you know the hot to suffer, <laughs> the the um. But I mean, like they said, like this happened at like this person's wedding and yeah. this is person's wedding, and the brother-in-law was like, "I'm not even going to her house for the holidays anymore." I'm like, wow. I mean, that's a little harsh, right? She was just being the pessimist. There's always got to be one pessimist at the wedding. Not everybody can love. She reminds love. me of my mom. Ooh, shout out to mom. What's up, moms? How you doing? <laughs> Hope you listening. Hope you like this show. Uh, so, but yeah, that's my wedding story. That's crazy. It's just one of those things. It's like, I've seen a lot of weird wedding things. But I've never seen one that was like straight up an arrested development just moment. <sighs> yeah. Jacob was like, I don't know if I should cut off the mic. Like, I don't know how this family works. Uh Yo, I mean, look, and that's what makes arrested development so funny, right? Like that's what we were talking about. Like, it that shit happens in real life. Like, there'd be so many real life Larry Davids out there that yep. you wish that you just Somebody should just, you know, keep that shit on your phone, like the little theme roll music. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> or the it's, theme music it's called and let Frolic, it... so you yeah. just ask Google to play it. Play Frolic. <laughs> That's an appropriate name for this shit. <laughs> I know this is Curb Your or I know this is Arrested Development, but, like, I may have committed slight treason. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> oh, you get away with that in 2021. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> Speaking of committing slight treason, <laughs> let's just slide right on into it. It's really the big topic, the big political topic anyway. Man, they kicked dough down on Rudio. You was the one that posted it, right? So like, yep, I saw it and I was like, wait, this is important. And I took the time, all one minute and twelve <laughs> seconds, to <laughs> screenshot and crop the article for you all. Transcripts today, or today, take two. So today. Transcripts were released from some of the phone calls Rudy made to uh, his associates over in the Ukraine. I haven't gotten a chance to really look into them yet. So if there's anything interesting, we'll definitely, you know, bring you guys updates. But at the moment, the whole investigation seems to stem from Rudy and whether he broke lobbying laws when he was Trump's lawyer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So with the phone calls and like the campaigning and the fundraising and all that shit that they were doing, um, they seized cell phones, computers, they raided both his Madison Avenue apartment and his, and his office. Yes, and his Park Avenue apartment. The scope of the investigation includes his executive assistant and um, some other lawyers, including a woman named Victoria Toensing, um, a lawyer with ties to the Ukraine dealings. Rudy's lawyer <laughs> reached out and said that he feels like the whole raid was unnecessary because Rudy has already offered twice to cooperate and answer the prosecutor's questions. But it's like, from the man who we've seen take the dive that Rudy Giuliani has taken. <laughs> uh, I don't feel like your personal testimony is really worth much at the moment. <laughs> so like I said, they got the thing his cell phones, they got his computers. Maybe they should call up Four Seasons Landscaping. <laughs> That's, look, that's probably the only job he gonna be able to get after this shit, right? I don't think they could use the bad PR. Yo, and Michael Cohen said... Yo, Michael Cohen came up out of nowhere <laughs> to release a statement. And he definitely... He said, yo, Rudy definitely gonna snitch on everybody, fam. He said, Rudy going to Kashi on everybody, dog. <laughs> he said he gonna turn into Ivanka. He said, Rudy don't even fucking like Jared. It's like, nah, he didn't say this. I don't even yeah. fuck with him like that. No, but he really did. Michael Cohen really did say that he thinks Rudy will turn everybody, including Trump. He'll throw everybody under the bus to save his own ass. And I entirely believe that, Joe. Me too. Me I mean, too. come on. This, this... <laughs> This Martin Scorsese movie wouldn't be right without a rat, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's Jack Nicholson in The Departed. Yeah, don't do that to Jack Nicholson. That's not. But I mean, think about. It. I mean, you're right though. <laughs> you're right. If anybody, Jack Nicholson was the double agent running it the whole time. If anybody was gonna flip, and he got the. I mean, what if? What if Rudy flips right and tries to play like? He, he was the Jack Nicholson, and he was bringing the Trump campaign down from the inside the whole time, and the leaks that were coming out in the beginning were all from Rudy, and he played drunk. Oh my God, yo. <laughs> Did Rudy Giuliani Kaiser so say the Trump presidency? <laughs> 
What do they call that? Holy shit! What do they call that? A um. What was the movie? Uh, fucking. The Usual Suspects. That was one I was thinking of. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's the one with Kaiser Sosa in it. <laughs> so, I mean, he's the Jack Jack Nicholson of the Departed. Oh my god. Uh, if it turns out, right? If Rudy Giuliani, look, I just gave you. Look, I gave you who we the already, Konami We're going to tell you about Rudy. two more things later that were stolen from us. I gave you the Konami Chico, Rudy. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. All you got to do is pretend like you was just claim you was the one that was leaking all of that information, all of the, you know, the unrest that was going on in the beginning. You remember all that shit? Yeah. No. I also remember the Mimi moments, like his his hair dye bleeding down. But that's the point, right? Rudy looked crazy. Yeah. So who would believe that Rudy was the one that was literally playing 5D chess the entire time? That would be wild. <laughs> Can you just imagine like Rudy as yeah. like floating as like a watcher in space <laughs> and he's just like moving <laughs> planets around? <laughs> Little did we know that Rudy Giuliani was a planetary god. He looked drunk as shit, right? <laughs> like, you know, because they all... Maybe he's like Hancock. He's got all this power. He's just wasted all the time. <laughs> Yo, he's sitting at the bar looking crazy as shit. Cause they Trying to get break into Hollywood for Act 2. Oh my god, yeah, and then they got him... <laughs> that was a red herring! <laughs> That's my boy. He wiped that fucking dye off of his forehead and he just called... <laughs> he called. <laughs> what was the dude? Who? God damn it! Who was the dude that did the special investigation? Muller. Yeah, he called a Bob. <laughs> like Bob, you guys are really gonna owe me after this. You know that? <laughs> you know that? <laughs> oh man! Do you know how deep I am in this shit? <laughs> My own fucking kids won't talk to me anymore, Bob. Neither will um, Kelly and Conway's. <laughs> Oh, oh, you know, you know who the fly in the White House has been the whole time? Who? Baron Trump. <laughs> Baron and uh, Kelly and Conway daughter working together with Rudy Giuliani <laughs> using a secret Snapchat. Oh my god, <laughs> nigga, is the Spy Kid six? <laughs> Rudy Giuliani is the covert agent that got the two team TikTokers together. To, to take the, down the Trump fascistic <laughs> Can I get my money, please? Can I have my money, please? Michael Lewis, get in here so you can write this book for us. <laughs> no, fuck that. I want this directed by Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> That's the only way this shit is gonna work. Oh my god. Ow, oh, he's so fucked. He's so beyond fucked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm waiting to see. Like I said, uh, transcripts from the Ukraine phone calls have been uh, posted today. So we'll be finding out more. And we'll update you guys the more we find out. Um, but you know who else is having issues with the police at the moment? I'm going to take a lead off of what you said earlier and say, LeBron James! LeBron James! LeBron James. Yeah, well, apparently they, uh, they're not happy about that, uh, accountability tweet. <laughs> you know, the very menacing, you're next. <laughs> like, okay. Um, 
<laughs> it's kind of funny when you think about LeBron doing that. Like, it's like if him physically saying, like, saying that verbally, and LeBron James just being like, you're next. Right, I'm just like, all right, so is it really that scary? Like, it's not like, I don't know. It's not like fucking Marilyn Manson said this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's LeBron um, James. It's one fucking of, LeBron one James. One of the best right. people on the planet. Like, it's not like his fan base is. It's not like LeBron has a rabid fan base, is what I'm saying, right? <laughs> like, okay, not that rabid. Do we really think that if LeBron was like, go storm Area 51, the all. Broadsexuals? Probably. What did you call them? Just They're Broadsexuals. One more time. Broadsexuals. That's what they're called. That every time the MJ LeBron argument comes up, they call them bronsexuals. Can you use it in a sentence? Goddamn bronsexuals, he lost six times. Can I have the country of origin, please? <laughs> Chicago! <laughs> God. What the fuck? That's just like, um. Oh, and celebrity gossip news. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck were <laughs> seen um, because her and A Rod are on, yeah, yeah. on the outs. And somebody tweeted, Jeffleck just doesn't sound right. And they were like, it's Benifer. <laughs> and <laughs> they reminded these fucking Zoomers that they were like the first hybrid celebrity couple. And I was like, oh God, that's right, Joe. <laughs> So. God, when were they? When did they get divorced? Like, two thousand four? Did he get that dumb phoenix tattoo after or before? I thing? don't know. Yo, the, the amount of colors on that yeah. thing is wild. Okay, so but back also to we would just have to call this Gili too. So, back to LeBron and versus the LAPD, right? Um, so they want the NBA to hold some kind of investigation into LeBron. I don't know necessarily what the fuck that would mean. Um, but hey, they puts his entire life on Instagram. They do, you know, feel like that the tweet was too, like, purposefully aggressive to incite violence. The funny thing about this whole I just, thing is everybody who was tweeting back at their, like, man, fuck this, they were still saying King James. Fuck King James! There's an Ohio bar that's not gonna play NBA games inside until LeBron James is out. Who do of the they league. think that's really gonna hurt? LeBron tweeted back at the bar and he was like, "Damn, I was gonna go watch the game there this Saturday." That's why I'm like, who do they think that's gonna hurt? Don't they think that you know people who used to come there to watch NBA games won't come? If you really piss them off enough, LeBron will just buy the restaurant. Yeah, like, cops have already been suspended and, I believe, fired over tweets that they, you know, put out in response to this stupid shit. So it's just like, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't feel like LeBron's, and this is just me talking, whatever. Hey, it's me here, Doc, speaking candidly to you guys. Uh, <laughs> I like the chair turn. <laughs> Fucking chill out, yo. It's like, seriously, this is all, this isn't a shut up and dribble moment, but it is like a, nobody is, nobody is going out there trying to fucking fight cops, yo. Like, <laughs> it's not, it's not happening. It's happened maybe like four, five, five, five times. 
in the last. Especially LeBron James. Are you serious? Like that's what I mean. Like LeBron fans. Like come on. I don't. This shit is crazy. Especially when police brutality is on. Okay, I'm not gonna say on the rise in this country, but more and more examples exposing the need for an investigation into policing and police conduct in this country is becoming an increasingly like evident need for them to act like a tweet from fucking LeBron is somehow going to put their lives in danger when the actions of police in this country <laughs> are what they should be concerned with putting their lives in danger. Like, you know, there's that clip going around on TikTok and the rest of the socials about that cop who was talking about the um, officer that mistakenly pulled her real gun instead yeah. of her taser and he was you know talking about how they purposefully keep the gun on the opposite side of the dominant so you or however it was supposed yeah all that shit right like and he was even he said you know this is making their job harder these kinds of cops are making and as i've said why are we defending people who are bad at their jobs yo like if a grocery store clerk rings up all of your like groceries twice so you get charged like extra like <laughs> are you gonna start a GoFundMe for that person if they get fired <laughs> like or are you gonna be like hey come on and that's just a minor example of what the fuck we're talking about here right like we got the you got this goofy shit and then you have New York's police department announced that they are recalling the um, the Boston Dynamics robo-dog drone that they oh, had. Oh, the French robo-dogs out for <laughs> blood. Got it. Well, this is in New York, right? Because they were using them to patrol and for, like, testing and stuff like that. To, they were using them to patrol low-income neighborhoods and things like that to as like a test run to see how they would do in those kinds of environments and based on the backlash that they received just people like why the fuck is there a robot dog walking well, down the street exactly like new york city council member ben kalos described it as an example of increasing police militarization and said you know instead of beat cops trying to build better relationships with community members and you know establish like new bonds of trust and stuff like that. You sent a robot dog. <laughs> They're doing the exact opposite. Something with no feelings, right? Like when people are literally saying the police lack empathy, right? Like that is what all of the, that's what ACAB means. All cops are bastards means they treat people without any kind of decency and respect. And it is increasingly becoming more and more evident. I mean, you saw the cop that pulled up on the veteran at the gas station, right? Because it initially started as what, like, I think he said something about a signal, then they couldn't see his license plate, and then the dude ended up getting pepper sprayed and shit like, and of course that cop, I believe, got fired. Um, but it's still like, more and more, we keep seeing some kind, something needs to change. You cannot ignore it anymore. It's no longer something that can be looked beyond right it we've got 
plenty of examples of it, even without all the thoughtless killing that yep. is being done. There's overwhelming amounts of evidence to support that, like, outside of, like I said, outside of the racial, racial spectrum, the violence against, you know, uh, mentally ill people is high. Like, we, I believe we've talked about it on this show yeah, before. That, probably. You know, it's like in the 60 percentile range, like, the amount of police violence committed against mentally ill in general, right? Like, most of it is against people having, like, mental health crises and stuff like that. You know, a lot of the times when the police are called for like these social disturbances and things like that it is for people who are having mental health like episodes mm -hmm. you know the dude running down the street naked who everybody thinks is a crackhead having a bad tweak is actually a schizophrenic person who hasn't been able to afford their medication thanks to the pandemic and now instead of getting the treatment and the help he needs he's in a fucking casket because the cops don't know how to de-escalate a situation all they they know is how to protect themselves so they can make it home another day and it's like you know other people have families to get home too and they always want to say oh it was a bad apple don't judge us based off of the mistakes of another person well like it's the same goes the same shoe should fit on the same goes on the other hand right like if they want us to play ball with them and not judge them based on the actions of a few bad apples, then why do we not get the same respect? You know, AOC said, instead of this funding going to the, you know, widely underfunded schools in the areas where these drones are being un <laughs> unleashed. Robo dogs yeah. out for blood. <laughs> where these drone robo-dogs out for blood are being unleashed. You know, the the police get it, and they use it for shit like this. When they use it for their blood harvesting. An overwhelming amount of evidence suggests It's a really that, ineffective way, inefficient way to do it, by the way. I figured out how to do it a lot easier a long time ago. You sir, are the reason why we have Ted the Fed. You know that, right? I am a 228 year old vampire. <laughs> no, but instead of the funding going to the low income areas to, you know, maybe clean up the neighborhoods as they keep, you know, the fucking Tucker Carlson's and them will tell you the Ben Shapiro's keep saying that we need to do, right? Like, clean up your neighborhoods and then maybe- And buy Home would... Depot. <sighs> no, instead of that, we, the police get robo-dogs and, and drone planes and drone planes. Like, New York's got the ground drones and Baltimore had the fucking sky drones. Like, yep. it's just reckless. Which is more terrifying, the air drone or the, the robo-dog out for blood? one's got the Resident Evil kind of feel to it. I'm gonna, yeah, a little bit. Okay, so robo-dogs seem, taking out a robo-dog seems like it could be fun. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna take out a plane, yo. Like, I'm not, I don't think, you know, the Baltimore, I didn't look, but I don't think the Baltimore Police Department was using, like, cheap target drones to fly around. Them things is loud, right? People would have heard that shit. Yeah. They probably have some high-tech, like, discounted military shit. And all you need is like two of them. They can also drop gas bombs. 
So, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like, as Biden continues to push this pseudo-progressive agenda, it just feels like the increasing amount of police militarization we're seeing in response to the backlash that the police are seeing, you know, and the accountability that they're being made to face. It's like the same thing as, you know, all the cops who tweeted they were walking out and quitting their jobs after the Derek Chauvin verdict came down, right? It's like, uh, what are you saying? <laughs> You're upset because one of you guys got held accountable for aggressive force, essentially. For right? murder. That's just the base. Well, look, that's the real argument, right? Right? That's the real argument. But here I am trying to play coy. And, and a lot of people will say, why are you trying to play coy? It's just, look, it's just how we're doing it right now at the moment. I'm just trying to dissect the argument from both sides, right? And the argument that they're putting forward is <laughs> man's was just, you know, he was doing what he was trained to do. Okay, but right wing, or, or, or Christians, Christians, evangelicals, evangelicals, conservatives, can you count to you four? Go. Because number four is thou shall not kill. And the whole argument that it was, you know, the carbon monoxide from the tailpipe that caused the asphyxiation and not him kneeling on his neck for fucking nine minutes. Come on, son. I'm just, the reason why I'm trying to play, I'm walking so lightly around this is because the absurdity of the entire argument is aggravating to mm -hmm. me, right? <laughs> like you have cops walking off their job because one of them got convicted for murdering somebody, <laughs> right? And not even a first degree murder. We're talking second, what was second degree murder, right? I think it was third. Third. So, I don't know what the difference between all of them really is. It is minute, right? Like, I think second-degree murder is, like, unintentional. Or, like... Well, no, first, no first-degree murder is premeditated. Second-degree murder, I believe, is unintentional. And third-degree murder is... Second-degree murder is, like, not meditated, but intentional murder. And third-degree is unintentional. Which is why it's often tied in with manslaughter. I, lawyer listeners, you can double check me on that, please. Confirm. But I believe that's how it's broken down. So, yes, the fact that he got third degree murder when he kneeled on a man's neck for nine minutes. It's kind of like a slap in the face. Which is why when we talk about accountability and justice and what this conviction really means, it's kind of laughable. Like we said, no, 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 no. It, he's held accountable. Now we wait for the sentencing to see if there is justice. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, the sentencing to me doesn't even really speak justice, right? It is the attitude and the climate of policing moving forward, right? Because if they continue to become increasingly aggressive towards people of color or people who identify with a thought belief system other than their own then this conviction might as well have been an innocent conviction you understand what mm -hmm. i'm saying because it'll have the same effect right and that's what i'm afraid of and that's what i think is you know was lebron's point when he was like you're next like you know this is 
a domino effect, but they take that as a push towards violent retaliation. You know, because that is what the narrative that they are being fed in their defenses. You know, go out there and tell people who are on your side that you are being unjustifiably, uh, you know, attacked. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, it's the same shit that Fox News did with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Right? Like, they spun it so that now it is a disrespectful imitation of fallen you know soldiers or respect for fallen soldiers almost like they they made it seem like stolen valor right like you're kneeling for thugs and criminals and stuff is how they painted it when you know Breonna Taylor wasn't a thug wasn't a criminal Sandra Bland wasn't a thug wasn't a criminal Tamir Rice Michaela Bryant do I if I start naming them now... <laughs> we're going to be here a while, and we're going to be real sad. But if I started with the list of names of cops who have been killed in the line of duty by aggressive actors, right? Like, if we tried to look up a list of terrorist acts committed against cops, I don't, I'd like to see somebody without Googling it give me one example. Christopher Dorner. We a bring, second one, I don't know. We bring that up all the time, so that's fair, right? But that's the most recent one, and I, in how it's okay. So even I know, right? But I know because I try to be informed that that is not the most recent one. Like you have the examples of the murders, the two police murders in Dallas, right? That happened after BLM protest, I believe, or they might have even happened after the flood. That part, I. Not, not after this flood. Hi, Ted. Um, but after the flood that happened in Texas a couple... The literal years, flood. Yes, the literal flood that happened in Texas a couple of years back. The hype isn't there. It's like... And Fox News is increasingly becoming this absurd propaganda piece. I mean, like, Tucker Carlson went from being a dog whistle... Uh, mouthpiece for white supremacists to almost like full-on encouraging endorsement from white nationalists, Joe. Ben Shapiro got exposed just recently for being a hypocrite, right? Really? Appeasing a need to acknowledge people's transgressions with, you know, some of the harmful language that he uses against like transgenders and things like that. I think he said uh, something, he he's said something about a specific sexuality spectrum being weird, right? I can't remember if it was like poly or something like that that he called weird. These people are like con artists, they're, they're grifters and their grifts are in becoming more and more increasingly wacky. <laughs> Right? Almost as wacky as the idea that Rudy has been playing 5D chess and Kaiser so saying the Trump campaign. With Baron and, uh, what's her name? Conway. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, he's not Deep Throat. What would we call him? Greywig? That sounds like a wizard. Listeners who didn't wish to hear about such things should turn off their radios.
So, do you want some auction news? Auction? You know, how we like to discuss the prices of shiny cardboard oh, and stuff yes. like this. So, Kanye West's, a pair of, I believe they're original Yeezys, um, went up for sale at an auction. They're Yeezys he wore at his 2008 Grammy performance, right? That's the year before the T-Swift incident. Is it? Yeah. That's graduation. That's good, Kanye. <laughs> so those are... That's peak Kanye. Kanye. Those shoes, well, they're also peak sneaker, right? Because they set a auction record for most expensive sneaker ever sold at $1.8 million on Saturday. $1.8 million for 2008 Yeezys. Worn by Kanye himself. So, we now know what the most expensive sneakers ever sold for were. That guy, the, the person that bought that just wants to know what it's like to walk in a god shoes. Yeah, I was getting ready to say Kanye just keeps solidifying his spot in history, yo. No, no matter how much, no matter how much some people would wish the opposite, wish that we could just forget it's, that it's man. It's really ever hard to yeah. tell the history of the past twenty years without somehow. Kanye West week, bringing up Kanye. I mean, he's he, the whole George Bush doesn't care about black people thing. Yep. Right. Obama calling him a jackass. Yep. Right. And then he had a meeting with Trump. Yep. Right. So. And then he ran for president. <laughs> he married Kim Kardashian. Um, he also produced some of the greatest music of the last couple of decades. Yeah. Uh, we're not like let's. Let's, let's keep yeah, I mean, it a band. We're going to give it that. Let's keep it a band, right? I mean, the man is talented. Um, and he has been a cultural icon trendsetter for, you know, almost his entire career. One of my favorite Kanye West lines. Because I'm dope and I do dope, dope shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, put some respect on the man name. You know who else is the man if we put some respect on their name? The God... DJ Quick, DJ Quick, DJ Quick. Man, DJ Quick took to I took to IG the other day to tell you hoes to demand from you hoes his respect. The man said he want his respect. You know what? You know what the inciting incident was. Well, we watched the videotape together. Let me stop pretending like we didn't watch the tape together. Look, son, the man got that one hundred dollar check from Death Row Records and was disrespectful. Look, he was hurt. He was offended. He said this shit is disrespectful. A hundred dollar check. When he said, what did he produce records for? Who? Tupac. Who? R. Kelly. Who? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Adina Howard. 50 Cent. 50 Cent. Come on. He said, in the club? That was me. He said, Nelly. Pharrell. He said, hot in here? That was me. Come on, son. The man said, give him his respect. I looked up the Wikipedia. It was crazy, yo, because he really. I was pulling up shit from like, you know, Jermaine Dupri, uh, like, the game, like Kendrick Lamar. He said he loved TDE, but the fact that they kept his credit off of what was it, King Kunta? King he Kunta. said, she was disrespectful, and he said, I love you guys. You guys do great work. 
But the fact that they took his name off that shit was disrespectful. You know, and I do feel like it is... He got a point, yo. I mean, what would the West have sounded like without DJ Quick? So you don't even know. I don't even know because like, they didn't easy, have any of the credits on the songs. All that easy E shit. All that... Look, come on, man. The NWA shit, a lot of it... I'm seeing... Oh, there's a DJ Quick remix. I was going to say, I'm seeing a fucking Maroon 5 credit on here. <laughs> Look, I'm laughing, but it's not funny, though. Because if we have seen the uh, negative effects are, right, of artists not getting the credit that they deserve. I mean, if DMX was able to have, you know, managed his money better or, you know, paid the money that he should have actually been paid for the impact that he was having would he have had a better time in recovery you know what i mean we look when you look at like this i talk about this shit all the time it's wild to me right because of course we've seen deaths on the other side happen but like when you look at fucking like axel rose and like maybe ozzy osbourne yeah and shit like that keith keith richards keith richards and Who's the other one? Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Yeah. How are them dudes all still alive? All the fucking heroin and shit that they was doing. Like, it's insane to me. But DMX is dead because he smoked some crack. The collective thought is the Stones sold their souls at the crossroads. (laughs) Yo, I mean, DMX had a whole... Like, we, we went through this. We had a run of songs where he was having conversations with the devil. About but the Stones don't talk about it, meaning they <laughs> did it. I don't know. If you listen to It's Dark and Hell is Hot, and it, go ahead and listen to all, what, three tracks of Damien, and you tell me if that shit don't sound like some real shit that DMX had a com- like a real conversation. This nigga X had the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. Don't even get me started. Don't even. It's so. DJ Quick. Here you go. This nigga said, I'm not so happy. I'm real offended. (laughs) It's not fair, though. For real, for real. You know what? One of my biggest takeaways is he was really upset that that was not as dramatic as he was hoping. Oh, the, like, the actual video? Yeah, like, okay, so that's like, why I'm The geek, grill, right? he should have preheated it. Clearly, it was under there, 450 to... There should have been some... It didn't look like there was any coals on the grill. No, I mean, it, if we're really going to do... No, I mean, like, it, he sounded... Like, he's he didn't want this video to go off for, like, two minutes. No. And he kept poking it and, like, yeah, lighting like, it from a different side. He's like, and he's, he's like, like, look at this check. Yo, he said, come on, disrespectful. check. Come on, check. It's, Even the check was disrespecting him. See, yeah. that's the point. That was his point. <laughs> he felt disrespected. In the but it was, it was kind of sad. It was like watching the guy, like, poke a dog. It's like, hey, do something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean... It fit the whole mood, right? It fit the whole fucking mood. But you know what else is fitting the whole mood? All this music that's getting ready to drop. What? We talking about music. We just got that new DJ Khaled. We was already sitting on the new Young Thug. The Benny the Butcher album just dropped. Well, Benny's always dropping. Yeah. Um, Moneybag Yo just dropped a new album. All them shits is good right like on the seventh there is a mystery drop from td Ooh, yeah yeah mystery and drop 
there's been rumors from like Hip Hop DX and everything that Cole is gonna drop soon, so. And the number one speculation is that it's, it's Kendrick Lamar. I don't know, you know who else hasn't dropped an album from TDE in a long ass fucking time? It's been five years for Kendrick. Like all the fucking TDE. Don't make me Google how long it's been since Isaiah Rashad has dropped an album. Uh, yeah. Ab Soul. Don't make me Google how long it's been since Ab. Look, you forgot all about fucking Ab Soul, didn't you? That's why it could be fucking anybody from TDE. It's been a while since Schoolboy Q dropped an album. Like, Scissor hasn't dropped an album yep. in a long ass time. And Scissor been doing a bunch of features lately. So it could be SZA coming out with a new album. Like... I bet it's Kendrick. They wouldn't do something that cryptic and mysterious if it wasn't Kendrick. Maybe it's a new Black Hippie album and it'll be like a Well, if you project. look at it, it was like an eclipse, meaning there's like a halo in the back, so clearly that's... It could be a Black Hippie album. Well, it's a halo, so it has to be Kendrick. It has to be. You, you think. Yeah, you all, think. all the Christmas, Christian symbolism. You all think. of it. Yeah, it's possible, right? But it's also... I'm TV. sure somebody's also gone into, like, the alphanumeric breaking down of the date. <laughs> you, well, I mean... Anything associated with them... I guess we'll just have to, you know... get super deep dove. Yeah, I was gonna which say... Which is cool! We'll have to keep our eyes peeled because they also say that Travis Scott coming out with new music and both him and Kendrick said that they planned on switching their sounds up for these next projects here. So Kendrick said he was going for like a grunge style and Travis, you know, made kind of like that grunge sound that we're hearing a lot of now. So he said he's ready to switch it up and be completely like different. You willing to bet that Kendrick has a Trent Reznor production feature? Ooh, that would be ill. I'm willing to bet there's a Travis Barker production feature on there before there is a Trent Reznor production. Why not both? I mean, it's... I've seen Travis Barker in person, by the way. You know, I, not did... only have I met him, but I've also seen him perform with the Aquabats. That's funny. <laughs> you know who the Aquabats are? Yeah, I mean, I can't name. I know of the band. I'm not going to sit so here and So, the band, like they all dress up as superheroes. Yeah. And then they have a villain, and they yeah. beat up the villain. And Travis Barker is, is the drummer oh, wow. for the Aquabats. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. I also, No, never mind. I didn't see him with the Aquabats. I saw him with the transplants. Are they trans people who dress up as plants? No, it was, uh, it was basically two members of Rancid... Uh, a guitar player from another punk band and Travis Barker. Uh, and they were opening for Rancid, so uh, I just got to watch Tim Armstrong for like three hours. That's, that's, he's dating Kourtney Kardashian now, I believe. Wait a second. Kourtney Kardashian? I believe so. I haven't yes. heard that name in so long. <laughs> what the fuck? So, I mean, it's looking to be... And there's rumors that there's some new Drake coming. I don't know if I said that already or not, but... I. May looking like it's getting ready to set the mood for the summer because you know who else? You know, on top of all of that, on top of all of that, you know who else said that they got some new music coming for us? Fucking Tory Lanez and Chris Brown announced that they have gotten together to release the most toxic album of the summer. Uh, I mean, who else, right? Who else to set? The savage mode for the summer. 
<laughs> we couldn't, Travis said he's switching the sound up, right? We don't know what to expect from him, so we don't know what kind of mood that's gonna be, right? Kendrick said he's gonna do some grunge shit, but Kendrick is always, you know, he's not preachy, right? But it's like, you can't really be in the club. To, yeah. <laughs> we gonna be all right, nobody wants to get fucked. I mean, yeah, anyway. Chris Brown announced that he's going on tour, on tour, the Indigo tour with um, Tory Lanez and Jorner Lucas, along with a couple of other people. I'm sure there might even be like, you know, since we talking toxic, right? Tory Lanez, Jordan Lucas, and Chris Brown. Jordan well- Lucas is gonna have a lot of shit to deal with, or he's just gonna quit. He's like, I'm done. I'm not babysitting anymore. Look, Jordan Lucas ain't the most. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about the dude who got into a beef with uh, your boy Logic over the Suicide Hotline song, right? Talk about toxic. <laughs> How you gonna get into a beef with somebody over who came up with the Save Yourself song first? No, I was trying to tell people not to kill themselves, you asshole. How you just gonna steal my look? Look, so... As I was saying, <laughs> the Toxic Trio is going on tour this summer, and the Toxic Duo has announced that they will be putting out a joint album together, which I will listen to because I still enjoy both of their fucking music. <laughs> and I really hope it comes out before the summer, so <laughs> we can all have music to act up to this summer because, you know, everybody's getting their COVID shots. We are sitting at what? Like they said... 50 something percent vaccination rate and um, I saw an article on BuzzFeed that said people are guilt tripping and withholding grandkids from grandparents until they go get vaccinated and shit like that because people want to fucking you know everybody's complaining now the big complaint is well if we get vaccinated how come we still gotta wear a mask right like <laughs> so it's like go get vaccinated so we can get to herd immunity like you guys were claiming and we can go maskless because the CDC just said that uh, you no longer need mask and shit outside anymore um, nobody needs mask outside so if you're walking around outside riding your bike and shit like that you don't have to feel guilty when somebody walks past you and you're not wearing a mask but we're still not at herd immunity yeah. Um, it's besides the point. Uh, the point is people's acting up already, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Chris Brown and Tory Lanez announcing that they are going to put out an album together. Just sounds like theme music for the summer sex romp movie that's about to happen. <laughs> it's about to be a nasty summer. I just, I really hope there's a feature from Chet Hanks on this album to complete Toxic Quartet. <laughs> Manson. Has another rape allegation against him. On the album. Mm, I don't know because a featuring fem- R. Kelly. A confirmed woman beater with an alleged woman beater and then Jesus Christ did you say featuring R. Kelly? Yes I did. God damn, yo, what are you trying to do? Produced by who? Fucking, uh, what was Kesha? Oh, I was gonna say, what was Kesha's producer? Oh, right. Jimmy Iovine's evil twin. 
I wish I could remember what Mega Captain Planet's name was right now. The polluted version of Captain Planet. Oh, um... Google already... Captain Pollution? Really? It was just Captain Pollution. Damn it. That's so... God, uh... That's so lazy. It's so lame. (laughs) Yeah. Um, after all that, I don't even feel like making the joke anymore. Tree, tree, tree! <laughs> Tory Lanez announced the album after, um, he did a virtual, like, live show. Uh, and after the virtual live show, apparently there was an interview he did with DJ Charisma, where he announced that he had two new singles coming out featuring, one featuring the baby, and <laughs> another, uh, problematic figure at the moment. <laughs> Who may have a baby with Danny Lee coming on the way. I don't know if I'm, you know, I, we might, I'll have to double check that before I include it in the actual video. But, yeah, Tory Lane's got a feature with the baby coming and Young Blue. And following that announcement, Tory Lane's also announced that he has an album with Chris Brown coming out. So, get ready. I'm trying to get think of a joke. Get your summer playlist ready. I'm trying to think of a joke. Give me a minute. Oh no, this is the joke. <laughs> I know, but it needs a cherry on top. But this music also probably about to be fire. I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> that last album Tory Lanez put out was still pretty good. Like it was, I, it took a while for me to actually want to listen to it, right? Because I, you know, the whole hype and controversy behind it just kind of put me off to like all of that shit for a minute like I've even been kind of put off to Meg no offense to her or whatever right like it's not her fault that this shit got dragged out the way it got dragged out but and it's not Tori's fault either it's a shame on both ends (laughs) but (laughs) with all that being said it did put me off to both of their music for a little bit I'm still still though uh summer summer looking Wild Joe, I mean, it's already looking wild, like, fucking shootings is up. <laughs> yeah. That's not funny, but <laughs> it's true. We're not even, like, fully out yet, but the shootings are up. A lot of states are, you know, pulling back on some of their limitations and COVID regulations and stuff like that. Uh, I believe we talked last episode about Maryland, you know, uh, pulling back on some of its dining restrictions and things like that. Yeah, I'm excited to see what this... I'm anxious. I am anxious to see what the summer is going to look like. <laughs> because if what is the, if the last couple Cautious, of months... Cautiously anticipating. If the last couple of months are any indication of what's going to happen when everybody can get back outside... <laughs> Man. I don't have to just walk around with the chain whip. I wouldn't go that far. I'm gonna have to learn to smack bullets out of the air. He <laughs> said to smack bullets. <laughs> oh man, people are trying to make steps to, you know, change the climate around, you know, to make things a more peaceful place, more cohesive for everybody. Um, and some of those steps include uh, social media cleanses and boycotts. You know, I kind of stepped away from social media for a bit. I, I don't know if you guys could tell. <laughs> uh, and you know, you did too, so you could get some schoolwork done. It's always good. And to, I you worked. Know. I had to, two freaking weddings. Yeah. 
But I mean, when I got the email, I responded within three minutes, and they're like, "Are you available for these dates?" I just said yes. <laughs> they're like, "Which ones?" Money, money, yes. money, money. They're like, "Which ones?" And I'm like, "Yes." All of it. I just whatever you got, I'll take it. Um, so yeah, you know, it's always good to take a break from social media every now and again. It's healthy, right? These things are literally designed to heck your brains and keep you plugged in um and even here over here on this side like we said we like to take breaks every now and again Mm -hmm. um it's tough trying to stay logged on all the time and well informed it's tiring um and there's a lot of you know disgusting and hateful and stressful things on the internet. If you can't tell I have been really busy lately and Doc is carrying this episode with topics. It's not even just that. Um, I mean, you can touch in on some of the toxic culture that you see online. You don't have to do your research. Oh, to I've know. seen. I, so I, I yeah. saw this one a couple of weeks ago. It was the MTG Arena account. Yeah. And um, they, the way they have it is you have to win a certain amount of tournament games in uh, the the mythic play league yeah. and if you don't you get you fall out and get relegated and everybody has to stream it right which is uh, uh okay a joke because yeah. like i like i said i don't want to stream right <laughs> right why should these people be forced to stream first second all of the people that got knocked out yeah they then posted in a thread saying you did great. Basically, you did good, kid. And it was a giant thread, and it, it read like an obituary. Damn. And everybody Damn. was like, yeah, I would love to Damn. get fired like this. And then one of the... What? One of them... What? Yeah, because they got relegated, like, that was their job. And they, uh, okay. they lost... Uh, because they lost the tournament, they lost their job. And Wizards Shit. is like... Hey, thanks for your work. Shit. It gets worse. It gets worse. Well, I mean... Oh, no, it... Let's not even talk about, like, toxic fandoms, right? Like, you know, from... I'm I'm talking... That particular fuck-up gets worse. Oh. So, So one of them uh, that was knocked out... All right. One of them that was knocked out was... uh, I can't remember her name, uh, but she was a player that used the sacrifice deck with like mayhem devil none of this is actually relevant for the cards they got the name wrong okay. they named the wrong player and then they said yeah she's winning with this card Embercleave. so the person who actually was winning with Embercleave tweeted was like uh yeah she's not me and you're stealing you're you're saying she did what i did and then the person who was whose picture was it that they put the wrong name on then tweeted back they were like yeah you found this tweet i'm like so why embercleave the per- the arena tweeted back they're like one of our like interns found this tweet about you liking embercleave and what <laughs> right she responded i was there is not a single card I hate playing against more than Embercleave. You even got that wrong. 
So it's like two women. Which one? Damn. Damn. See, and they double down. They double down on it. That's kind of what I'm talking about. But no, right? seriously, it was like Hall of Famer Raphael Levy. He was so good. Like it really read like an obituary. Yeah, that, and th that's what I mean though. These toxic fandoms, the gatekeeping cultures, you know, that breed on the internet, right? And grow and fester in these toxic bubbles of fandoms that are produced by these social media websites like kind of increasing in number and the you know that's and the call for some kind of increased regulation or some kind of you know increased enforcement you know to keep these kinds of people and this kind of culture from breeding even further on the internet it's like you know the call of duty ah uh, yes lobbies. the slippery slope yes. here we find ourselves once again uh, you know, huh. it causes people to take social media breaks. Well, in an effort to promote and stand in solidarity with justice for people who are being harassed online, the a lot of um, Europe's soccer leagues have decided that they will be going, or have gone at this point, on a four-day boycott, and we are on day three of their four-day social media boycott. Um, teams, or leagues including the Premier League, the English Football League, the Pro Football Association, the Football Association, um, the Barclays, FA, Women's Association, the Super League, and the Women's Championship are all participating in this. All of the clubs associated with all of those leagues are, maybe not all of the clubs, but most of the clubs associated with those leagues are participating in this boycott. And it started at 12 a.m. Friday morning and will go till Monday. And they are requesting you know, stronger action to stop online abuse from happening. Especially, like, a lot of the racist, like, death threats and stuff like that that their black players and their ethnic players are facing. And, you know, women, the women's league, I'm sure the women athletes, the female athletes, face harassment and shit, too. <laughs> like, of course they face harassment and shit. They are doing this boycott and they're asking, and they have asked Facebook, they asked Facebook and Twitter back in February to find more robust and transparent ways to improve their verification standards to allow, and like you said, in the 1984 way, to allow law enforcement to identify abusers. But what they claim they want is to just stop them from creating accounts in the future and you know if the abuse creeps into the illegal realm where it starts to become like a hate crime then you know they can be identified more easily and you don't have people hiding behind you know burner accounts harassing pro athletes and stuff like that and you i see mission impossible right yes i've seen mission impossible okay you know that scene when he's like dancing through all of the lasers Ah, that's what you feel like this is, huh? <laughs> you feel... And I mean, yes. Like, there's I, so many things that can go wrong here. I get that argument to an extent, right? 
like what constitutes hate speech and that's kind of like oh god i forget who it was right now but i think it was like intel or somebody just came out with a content filter that had sliders that allowed you to indicate what level of offensive language and discourse you were willing to accept and it broke it down into categories like racism like sexism gender like well i guess the simpsons family guy south park south park the movie (laughs) that was the most offensive thing you could think of was south park the movie not like borat (laughs) or something like that oh i was sticking to animated stuff yeah i mean well at this point i feel like something should be done right because at the rate of oh here's an update Lil Nas X's Montero will not be pulled from streaming sites according to, I believe it was IMDB or whatever. So that may have just been Twitter. I may have fallen susceptible to his troll capabilities, (laughs) but he was online making Twitter posts about how, you know, people needed to go stream it now because they were going to, but like I said, yeah. Anyway, considering though that people who on the left are constantly being censored for things like, you know, coming out videos and stuff like that are heavily censored on YouTube. And I, complaints may have pushed YouTube to lighten their restrictions on some of those things like that. But the effort of like, you know, women can't be seen like with nipples and shit out, but you can easily start a Nazi like hate group <laughs> or a Nazi group on and a white supremacist group on the fucking internet and it doesn't become a fucking problem right official stance of the flood fuck nazis it's always been our stance right nazi puns fuck off yep but yeah this shit isn't just regional right it's not just the united states this is like europe and european soccer leagues and i thought that it was worth mentioning just like it's worth mentioning that india right now is really like 400,000 cases a day COVID is crippling India at the moment like we were talking about Brazil right and that's why I felt like it was important to bring up what's going on in India I mean the hospital we talk about hospitals getting overwhelmed here like there there are no beds there's no space in India's hospitals. They don't have much money there to begin with. And it, no, they do, but the caste system on top of India has some of the, I think has like maybe the third highest amount of billionaires per capita in the world. Yeah, but you, it's either like third or the fourth. caste system does have yeah, a huge, huge impact amount on, under the, the poverty line. And Twitter is blocking or has been accused allegedly of blocking tweets that condemn and you know make comments about the poor handling india's government's poor handling of the covid outrage and it's so it's like you know how stuff like that happens but you know all these racist comments and all these death threats and stuff like slide through is kind of it's wacky right like no no it's not wacky it is irresponsible and that's why i feel like every time people bring up the 1984 argument i feel like 
you're willing to what a lot of people or maybe not you but what a lot of people are saying is you're willing to let hate speech slide if it means that you won't be held accountable for something problematic you said right and it's like is that the stance that you is that the island you want to die on and on that note we're going to take a break and come back with the last half of I can't remember the words to this song, but it's just waiting. Blood. Watch out, no, no, Slipknot. that deep white rage and deep, deep white rage. You know, they have somebody in their band that just hits a beer keg with a baseball bat. Do you want me to make a hot take? Do you want me to also tell you they all wear masks? I know Slipknot. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that there was somebody in the band that all that just hits a bat with a keg. And I also know that they have... Hits a keg with a bat. Yeah, my... Continue. I also know that they have a member who is a person of color before I make this statement. But... When I say that white artists are afforded a liberty that black artists are not afforded, ha! <laughs> ah, hearing things like that only justifies my point. I mean, people look at Jaden like he's crazy for doing the things that he does, right? But then Harry Styles is, is was it Harry uh, that wore the dress on the cover of Vogue or whatever it was? I don't know, MGK did. Um, yeah, well, when white artists do things like that, they're harrowed as brave and stuff like that, right? But when Kid Cudi wears a dress on SNL <laughs> for, uh, in honor of Kurt Cobain, <laughs> anyway. Speaking of... For all you Zoomers out there, he's the guitar player and singer for I, Nirvana. I bet they know who Kurt Cobain is, right? Like, Kurt Cobain is that cultural of an icon. Yeah, still. I mean, we also talked about the Twitter people having to explain what a stan is. Right, and they didn't know who Missy Elliott was, but I mean, that's... Okay. They were young then, right? Get your freak off! They're Get getting, your freak off! They're getting older now. They're getting wiser. What I don't think was wise, though... Or I guess we'll find out was wise was Caitlyn Jenner's decision or her decision to take a right wing stance on transgender athletes. Now, before we go any further here, I'm going to say this on behalf of both Zig and I. We don't know the science. I thought you was getting ready to walk out just nope. now. We don't know the science. We don't. Neither one of us is going to take a stance on whether trans men and women should be allowed to participate in the sport aligned with the spectrum of their choosing. What right? we are going to talk about is Caitlyn Jenner's perspective on this. And with her, considering her running for governor at the moment, and right? And that's why it's relevant. It's, you know, it I was a say... bold stance for a trans woman to take, though, I think. Um, I don't know if I will call her contrary and say what you were going to say. I am surprised. Are you? I'm, I'm surprised 
she took this route. I don't know if I am. Because <laughs> she's running as a Republican, right? Um, and the Republican narrative is is that the science is foggy, right? On whether trans women should be allowed to compete in women's athletic sports. The science is foggy that we don't know anything about, so we will not open as, as I said, the Republican narrative is that the science is foggy. You know, Joe Rogan is an avid proponent of trans women being too built like men to compete against women uh for you know unfortunately i didn't have an elegant way to put that at the moment without stalling for time but the point is is you know that's the and i guess he identifies as you know mainly libertarian or whatever um it's a hot button issue at the moment and for her to take this stance on the issue considering the main discussion seems to be in the realm of school athletics right like college sports yeah high school sports like that you know wrestling football things of well not football because there is i don't think california has women's football leagues or maybe soccer you know right but yeah then you have sports like football yeah. and wrestling as well as basketball. tennis and basketball the investigate you know they need to investigate and they need to look further the one, into it the one thing i always think about whenever this comes up is just what it, it is always basketball and just the hype yes yeah. i mean like i said i'm i'm not going to take a stance either way because i haven't done any research into the science of trans women competing and, but i mean you know what about fight sports like ufc was a big one um mixed martial arts i mean uh and boxing is another big one where trans women may potentially have an advantage so for caitlin jenner to take this stance as she sets herself up to run for governor you know it does show i'm surprised she didn't have more to say on um, there may be more to say as the discussion continues to grow, especially now that her stance is trending. Um, I'm sure she'll be asked to elaborate further exactly how she feels about it, especially considering she is, and that's my point, that, or that's what I was going to say, with her taking the right-wing stance and showing that this is the route that she's choosing to take, even as a trans woman, you know, um, it feels like... Yeah, I, I guess maybe surprised is the right way. What I'm not surprised about is the... <laughs> and who asked for this news? Oh, yo, it's me. It's me, the guy who asked. What is this? But why? Hey, who man is this? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Who man is this? Are you serious? Today, our main discussion, our last discussion... They literally discussion, stole this line. No. God, we've gotten like three things stolen from us in the past week. There's a Jamie Foxx sitcom now. Yeah, uh, I'm not even going to get into that. Because <laughs> we're already talking about another Netflix atrocity at the moment. Netflix, who just can't stop, you know, doing things. Uh, one of their old CEOs or something like that, an old Netflix executive, um, was convicted of money laundering. And... To celebrate that, um, Netflix has decided to drop two new reality shows, both of them featuring and will be centered around influencers. Not one, 
not three, but two reality TV shows. <laughs> the Hype House and Byron Base. The Hype House based around, you know, uh, I believe LA-centered TikTokers and Byron Base centered around Australian TikTokers. I'm just um, glad they're not doing one on Super Smash Brothers. Um, residents... Oh, Continue. <laughs> residents and businesses in Byron Bay, Australia have already called for Netflix to cancel the show because they are afraid that it will bring a um, unwanted kind of like hype and popularity to the town, which is already facing like harsh economic, maybe not harsh economic divides, but they're worried that it'll cause a housing crisis, right? Locals have reported that, you know, people in the That's town- That's quite a leap. Yeah. Yo, a little bit of a leap. Well, they're worried that it'll make people want to move there and like, you know- And stimulate the local economy? When people who are already, you know, they're worried about gentrification, essentially, is what they're worried about. When people who are already low income are having a hard time finding housing because like I said locals did give statements that you know their friends can't currently find housing and they know tons of people who are couch surfing at the moment so for this show to bring an unwanted kind of hype to the, the the town which you know the local municipal government would say will stimulate the economy others are going but what about the poor people right like uh, and Netflix claims that their show is authentic to the lives that these influencers are actually living right but the BuzzFeed the journalist who wrote the BuzzFeed article was concerned that the shows won't be that authentic to what life is actually like in those communities and instead will just kind of conflate the already toxic idea that I'm, we have of I'm lifestyle thinking, influencers. I'm thinking what more can they show us on a reality TV show when they already live their entire life online? That's one of the, well, that was kind of one of the points that the uh, journalist brought up was what are they What's going the to, yeah, are they going to innovate the formula or will this be another, you know, cut and paste reality TV show where we see manufactured drama and moments hyped up for toxic entertainment <laughs> you know what i mean and um it does feel like this weird feedback loop right where it's like reality tv i feel like created the influencer market <laughs> where i feel like reality tv created the influencer market right you know reality tv gave birth to things like YouTube and social media, or maybe not, but like, you know, that fed into things like YouTube and social media and these social media personalities, right? And now they're, be, they're getting their own reality shows in return. And it just feels like this weird, like I said, feedback loop that isn't going to do anything to help either one of the industries escape the image that they've already constructed. That siren was perfectly timed. <laughs> I wonder if that picked up. It absolutely picked up on the microphone again. <laughs> so, uh, and that's the same argument that the uh, journalist who wrote the article was bringing up as well. Is like, you know, it is this gonna, this doesn't benefit or legitimize 
the idea of wanting to be an influencer or calling yourself an influencer as a career choice you know what i mean it's only going to perpetuate the stereotype that influencers are just these which she said vapid and selfish and narcissistic individuals and i haven't watched any of the shows but i do and you know my my theory here my running theory is that reality tv has ruined the world and, and the u.s economy should be based on shiny cardboard that's, that's his, mine that's that's his theory um but i don't take shots at influencers right because i don't feel like all influencers are the same you know um and i feel like the hate that influencers get is generational based right like uh boomers don't realize that they've been influenced by influencers all along what the fuck do you think bill o'reilly is or what the fuck do you think you know an alex jones is or or if you think about it what do you think phil franco is what do you think we are? And, but that that's the point I was getting to, right? Even your movie stars, though, like your Clint Eastwoods, right? Like your, um, who's Smokey and the Bandit? That's me. Burt Reynolds and shit like that. Like, you know, these were influencers back in the day. There just wasn't a social media platform for them to really, like, be a mouthpiece for brands or for them to even spew their own toxic mouth vomit <laughs> across you know the culture we have seen cases of influencers like philip defranco us <laughs> technically us or other you know influencers and things like that like deray <laughs> god damn it yes if it hadn't been for social media influencers we wouldn't have a lot of these movements that we have now like you know the me too movements the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh, you were like, talking about how the DMV is on the cover? DeRay from Baltimore. My point. So, to my point, you know, not all influencers are built the same. And it's, you know, I feel like it's one of those things where boomers don't even, can't differentiate between millennials and zoomers, right? So, we're getting blamed, millennials are getting blamed for things zoomers are doing left and right. <laughs> But to my point, right, I don't Fucking feel like <laughs> I don't feel like this should um, be representative of the entire influencer spectrum. But I can't ignore the fact that that stereotype of influencer exists for a reason. You know what I mean? And I do agree with the author of this journal or this article that <laughs> these shows probably aren't gonna help i haven't watched either one of them yet so i mean if i do decide to get <laughs> bored enough to actually watch something <laughs> like this i'll let you guys know what i think about this shit but so an update on I my, have my choices of toxic tv a uh, update on my island, according to an article from Vice. Mm -hmm. The three major uh, card grading companies that do like the rate it, grade it from one to ten, and then oh, seal yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they are doing like ten to twenty times the business, but they're backlogged for months and months, and they're now 
only doing card ratings at this point for like $400 each. Jeez. So you want to the... talk about this cardboard economy? <laughs> cardboard economy. Can we copyright that? Before it gets, can we trademark it? I we need to get it done it. now. Somebody listens and sends our shit out. That <laughs> article even said who the fuck, well not, it said who asked for this. Yeah, but that was a total who asked for this moment. Like, who, I mean, I don't know. Uh, this is one we should have called Kellen in for, right? Because Kellen is on TikTok and stuff like that and could have let us know if the hype for a hype house reality show, ooh, dad joke, <laughs> is really there or not and i don't know what byron base is because i'm not into aussie tiktok like that but i don't know we'll find out um in other news that you guys have got to let us know if you want us to talk about next episode lupita nyong'o has confirmed that black panther 2 was reshaped in respect to chadwick boseman without you know him being there and everything like that they will remodel um there's still no actual input as to what that will look like at the moment. Thor Love and Thunder is rumored to kill off seven characters. Um, I didn't get to really read this article either. It was on comicbook.com and it's still That's a rumor. A so yeah, uh, get ready for more of the- What if one of them's Jeff Goldblum? Get ready for more of the cast and crew that you've come to love and respect to die in front of your faces. <laughs> As if 2020 couldn't take anything else from us. I don't feel so good. Uh, and there's rumors that Marvel is reportedly considering Ryan Reynolds to be the new face of the MCU moving forward. Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. as the new face as who? As the new poster boy for the as MCU. Who? Ryan Reynolds is the poster boy of the MCU playing who? Deadpool. Still. That sounds really obnoxious. And it also sounds like none of this is normal. Deuces. I'm tired. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.